welcome back to the On Mission Together podcast. I'm here with uh, Bishop Carter. Uh, my name is Jason DeMeo. Uh, I'm from the We Are Curio team. And today we're going to talk a little bit about empathy and empathy mapping. And it's a big thing, uh, one, in uh, design thinking. Uh, it's where we start. We have a process, Immerse, Expand, Design, Act. And Immerse is all about really knowing the people uh, you're serving before you try to create anything for them, try to tell them anything. You really got to deeply, deeply listen. So uh, we do a lot of that. We have a, a tool called the Empathy Map that people uh, really kind of enjoy using, thinking through what are some of the pain points? Mm -hmm. uh, what are some of the gain points that these people who we're talking about really have? What do they think? What do they say? What do they do? Um, so empathy really to good design and to really just living in community <laughs> is an incredibly important thing. So. Um, talk with us a little bit about uh, empathy and how that relates to what's happening in the Florida Conference. Well, thanks, uh, Jason, and thanks for what I've learned from you and Hillary uh, okay. and the MLAB process, along with a lot of uh, people from across our conference. Uh, I, would, I would begin by saying the search for a way forward continues. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it continues in families. It continues in local churches. It continues in our personal lives. Uh, and I have noted, uh, as I've been a, across our church the last year, that there are just a lot of different experiences people are having and responses to whatever the church seems to be doing at that time. Um, I was privileged to give the sermon at the special session of the General Conference uh, in St. Louis uh, as, as we began. Uh, and I made a reference to an extraordinary TED Talk uh, by a Nigerian storyteller, Chimamanda Adichie. Uh, it's entitled, The Danger of a Single Story. And it's been viewed by about 17 million people. Uh, and the simple and profound thesis of, in her talk is that we all have different stories. Uh, and we need to share them. Uh, and we also need to honor the differences and recognize the harm in imagining that my story is the only story. And so after the special session in February and after our annual conference in Florida in June, there's not one response but many responses. And I simply want to quickly lift up a few of them. So you might, if you're listening to this, you might simply listen for, where am I in this? He's talking about me here. Uh, one is a harm, the story of harm. And that's the testimony of many LGBTQIA persons and their allies that the words of our church have done and continue to do harm to them and those on the periphery of our church who feel excluded from God's welcome. There's also conscience. Uh, and this is the struggle of many of our members on how to remain in a church that that's identified with our present language around homosexuality. Another response is silence. Uh, and this is the conviction among many, especially more traditional persons, that they've not been heard, uh, that they're not understood, and that they're mischaracterized in the aftermath of these conferences. There's also fatigue. Uh, and this is the sense of many conservative people and many progressive people that this is just a recurring experience which in their minds is an unnecessary expenditure of time, energy, and resources. And they're tired. 
There's also anxiety. Uh, this is the experience of some leaders, especially in some of our central conferences, like in Africa, who see this as primarily a U.S. and Western European matter. And their concern is about disrupting mission partnerships, which often are the difference between life and death. Uh, differentiation. Uh, this is the strategy of many local churches that are simply rebranding themselves. Uh, with a counter-narrative to the general conference, either through banners in their churchyards or full-page newspaper ads or sermons, as if to say, that's what they did in St. Louis, but this is not what we do here in our city. Uh, there's also resistance, uh, and that's the actions of many that are in direct contrast to the polity of our church for the purpose of social change and, and the responses of those who are maybe monitoring them and in contrast to them. There's also reorientation. Uh, and that's the hope of many that the church will now give us attention to other matters that concern them, like poverty or local church vitality or climate change or racism. Uh, just a couple more. Uh, an important one is engagement. Among some, there's a renewed energy, especially among some progressives, uh, in the elections at annual conferences in the United States this summer as a counter-narrative to the special session. And then lastly, there's negotiation. And that's work behind the scenes among some conservatives to fashion a new form of church uh, and, and with special attention around matters of property and pension. These are some, but not all, of our stories. Uh, we're clearly in a place of struggle. Mm -hmm. You know, our votes can be 55-45 or 53-47 or 66-33 or 80-20. There are a lot of numbers on both sides of those dashes. Uh, there are strong opinions and passions embedded in these different stories. And so if you're listening to this, uh, I want you to recognize that in a church of any size, there will be different stories, different perspectives and experiences among your people, among the people you share church with, that you sing hymns and praise songs with. Uh, there are going to be different people feeling these different things. And this was the purpose and is the purpose of the point of view process, mm -hmm. to, which we are Curio and the Florida Conference helped to develop, which is to build empathy across our differences. And so one of the responses I would hope for as, as folks listen to this podcast is one to just understand more about what maybe your own story is to recognize it's not the only story and that there are very important people near you who also have a story. That's beautiful. I think it's, it's really beautiful in the way that it allows for more than just a, an A or B story or a, a, right. a right or wrong. There, there's all of these expressions that are happening how can you really kind of put yourself in that person's shoes, try to feel a little bit of their pain? You may not agree with it, right. but you can feel your feel that pain with them, and I right. think that is a powerful thing to do. Right. So, thanks for sharing. Thank you. And, uh, we'll see you in the next time. Thank you.